Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hi everyone and welcome to the latest episode of Women Thrive Podcast. My name is Abigail Rebecca. I am your host. I'm very excited today because we're going to be talking about a really juicy subject, self-identity. In fact, the uh, title of this episode is Owning the Identity of Your Inner CEO. So on our show today, we have Shitali B. Desai. She is a business and success mentor. She serves as a catalyst for the woman who desires to amplify her voice for greater purpose, power, and prosperity. Shitali provides mentorship at multiple levels using human design, one of my favorite subjects, hypnosis, and energetic alignment. This three-pronged approach has helped countless leaders become unapologetically powerful in business and life-yielding greater impact and revenue. Shitali, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to be here, Abigail, and I can't wait to dive into this from the human design aspect to all of it. So thank you for having me on. You are more than welcome. You're more than welcome. I'd really love for you to just describe a little bit more in your own words what you do and how you serve your clients. Yeah. So the way I've been describing it for myself, for others, is it's the neuroscience of business. It is, it's one thing to have the logical mind say, okay, here are the practical steps of business, the strategy and all of that. But it's our subconscious mind that's actually being the CEO. So I help my clients get into alignment in both aspects. As you know, like our main conscious mind is only five to 10% of our power. The rest of your true power lies in your subconscious. So being able to tap into that and as you said, the identity piece, really stepping into it and owning it. And that's what I provide my clients with, being able to clear the cobwebs, so to speak, of the basement of your subconscious so that everything is running in alignment. So you're swimming upstream with the current. Yeah, I love that. When I introduced you in your bio, in your bio, it says that you use human design, hypnosis, and energetic alignment, this, this three-pronged approach. Can you share a little bit with us about that? So I do everything through the lens of human design, how you were truly designed to be before you became conditioned. As 
human design takes different elements of the Chinese I Ching, astrology, um, the chakra system, and the, and the Kabbalistic system. And it brings it together and it literally gives you this physical, tangible blueprint of how your energy centers, your, uh, your energy flows within your body, how you think, how you operate. And the best way to, if it's, if human design is new to any of our listeners, I think of it as our internal operating system. Just like our computer has its codes and programs, we too were designed with these codes and programs. Since I know how to read it, I can articulate it to you and then remove you into alignment. So a great example, I'm a 5-2 sacral manifesting generator. And for the longest time, I felt like there was something wrong with me because like I had all this power and I was like, let's do this. And I could see that and I had this energy to keep going. And societally, that's not typically how we operate, right? We're in this one track and I see this and okay, let's keep going even if you're not satisfied. So as a manifesting generator, I was like, God, this is not for me. I'm bored. It's just, I'm not happy here. Opening it up and understanding all of my passions get to come to the table and live together. I could work all day and not feel exhausted and not feel like I've quote unquote worked. Right. And so it's this permission slip to truly operate how you were designed to be. Oh, I love hearing your experiences and manifesting generator. Right. Because of course, you're so multifaceted. You can go in so many different directions. You can course correct. But yeah, you're, you're right. We are taught we need to stay on the same path that like just focus on one thing at a time. And you're not designed to do that. We, we were talking about this before we hit record, actually. And I was sharing, I was sharing with Shitali when I first found out I was a projector. I'm a four six emotional projector and really just feeling huge relief because all through my life I felt very different. I felt maybe a little bit lazy. I felt found it very, very difficult to articulate in an empowered way about my energy and that I needed rest. And I used to beat myself up about it. So it's like you rightly said, it's a permission slip, right? To really be yeah. who you're designed to be instead of that conditioning. Yeah. And I love that you share that, especially for projectors, because you do need to step away from people, be in your own little space. And I call it like active rest. I'm like, sure, if you need to actually rest, carry on. But it's not like you're just sitting there eating bonbons. You're sitting there refilling your cup, your internal system. And that could be through reading. That could be through meditating, journaling, like there's a plethora of options. So yeah, it is this, it is just this profound, unnecessary yet necessary permissions, but please be yourself. And it's brilliant. How does the hypnosis then, like how do you, I'm really intrigued how you combine that then with the, so it's hypnosis and energetic alignment. How does that come into play with the human design piece? Oh, God, because we get to rewire your circuitry. We get to tell your subconscious mind, we'll just stick with the projector energy for right now. If you need the rest, you're highly, high probability, you're berating yourself. Like, what's wrong with me? Why do I need this rest? Why can't I be like Tom, Dick and Harry, who can just go, go, go? We get to take that judgment 
and tell your subconscious mind, listen, I need this rest. I'm giving myself this permission to enjoy this experience. And there's nothing wrong with me. So it's almost as if we're going to fully accept ourselves in that moment. And by going to your subconscious mind, where all our emotions, all our beliefs, who we be lives, we bypass all the nonsense that our conscious mind is telling us. All of the voices that we hear from society, conditioning, cultural stuff. And we go right to the powerhouse to say, this is who I am. This is what I need. And you're going to be on board with me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It, it really, it really makes sense. And I love that you bring those methodologies all together. I'd really love from your perspectives, actually, I mean, manifesting generators, oh, you just, I'm in awe of you. I really am. I, manifesting generators are such powerhouses. Just for anyone who is listening or watching this that is really new to human design and also to get your perspectives on this as a manifesting generator and with your beautiful wisdom and experience in this field, would you be able to share with us the differences between the different human design types and how you actually get started with human design? Uh, like how I personally got started with human design? Well, how, if someone was interested, like what would be the starting blocks for it? But I'd really love for you to share from your personal experience and interpretation of this incredible tool. Like what are the different types of human design? Yeah, of course. So we have our, truly it's four types, but often you'll see, you'll hear it's five types, generators and manifesting generators. They share so much in common. They both have a defined sacral. And think of your sacral as like the engine plus the fuel of a car. And you can just keep going. Generators, they have a different rhythm though. Theirs is more like I'm going at 25 miles per hour and they stay at 25 miles per hour. Then they stop for a pit stop, refuel, and they continue. Manifesting generators, we have our sacral connected to our throat chakra, our center. And so we are able to take that energy and push it up and push it out into the world easier. And we, <laughs> I just got the picture of the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> he'll have an idea here and then he'll whirl around over here and then he'll whirl over here. But through it all, he's able to, out externally, it may look chaotic, but he knows exactly what he's doing. That's kind of what being a manifesting generator to me can feel like at times because all these different ideas will come in and my energy, if it's excited and it feels like, oh yes, that's what I was looking for, you'll just keep going. And I mean, it happened to me about two weeks ago. I started at like six in the morning and I didn't stop until close to 11 at night. Wasn't hungry, wasn't thirsty. I was just like in flow. And I was just going, going, going. Projectors, you guys, I always like the best visual is the lighthouse, right? That lighthouse, it sits there. It does not move. It's light emanate 360. And it's guiding all of these different ships to shore saying, hey, come this way. I'll show you. And that's for me very much the projector persona. Per projector energy a manifester they are they are like no nonsense i am going north 
and you're going to come with me and here's what we're going to do. And oftentimes you'll hear that their aura is repelling. I don't like how that sounds. And I think so many people take it as like a personal, what do you mean I'm repelling? So I always think that's why I always refer to them as like the no-nonsense people. They're going to get to it and they're going to get it done. And the reflectors, oh my God, they're so, all the energy types are beautiful, but to be a reflector is like to be the moon. You get to experience all of the ebbs and flows of everyone you come in contact with. And you get to decide, okay, is it for me? And as you go through your 28-day cycle and really feeling into it, the fullness of all of your experience, and then deciding, okay, I like this. I'm going to reflect this and let me show you how I see you, whether it's your energy, whether it's in design. And I think as humanity starts to understand these aspects more, can you imagine how empowered we get to be? And just to step into that, again, going back to that permission slip, it's something that I talk about so often, but really it allows you to be like, thank God there isn't actually anything wrong with me. It's just that this is how I'm supposed to operate. My operating system is different than somebody else's. Um, And I think that comes into a much bigger play for projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. 70% of the human population currently, we fall in the generator, manifesting generator category. So you guys are experiencing our large aura and our sacral energy, and that can be confusing at times. Yeah, especially if you don't know, then if you are a projector and you're like, oh, but I'm so tired, I just want to lay down in this hustle society. It's hard to do that for yourself without berating yourself. I know that was a really long explanation with this guy I get so excited to talk about it that I think it carried away I love how (laughs) you talk about it I really love how you talk about it and how you bring it to life because it is an incredible tool and I always think it really teaches us it shows us and like you you're talking about permission slip it's like I know now what my role is in society I know what my role is in a team I know what my role is as a leader I know what my role is in a project And I would say that if every single person on this planet understood and uh, like brought their everything in alignment to human design, there'd be no wars. There, There wouldn't, because everyone would really love and accept who they were and they wouldn't try and be someone else. They wouldn't try and compete with someone else. And I think when you bring that into business, and I love that you talk about like owning the identity of your inner CEO, as business owners, as CEOs, as founders, especially as women, as we move into this age where it's collaborative, we're in the the age of technology, information sharing, like you said at the top end of the show, we're moving out of this patriarchal, this this, like hierarchical society, this old way of of doing things. And we're moving into the new. When we bring that into business, I think it's the most powerful business strategy that you can really understand. When you really, really understand the design of yourself and also the design of your team and your clients. Yeah. And what I think it also helps you figure out 
quickly or relatively quickly where your strength lies. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, obviously, when we're starting off, you're going to do everything because you don't necessarily have the funds to outsource. But as you start to step into it, okay, here are my strengths. Let me leverage my strength and figure out how I can outsource the weakness or I can, I can use it somehow and get it better, right? But you're building on your strength versus so much of society is like, okay, here's my weakness. How can I make that less weak? Where in my mind, I'm like, that seems to be a waste of my energy. I already know this is my weaker leg, but I know here is my strength. Let me build from here. And while that's going, I can, I can either gain skills to build up the weakness or I can use hypnosis to say I'm not weak over here anymore, right? So there's different options there. But to, to understand that this is who I am automatically puts you in the driver's seat, in the CEO position of business, of life, because all of it, in my mind, I teach on business, but so much of what I share, especially as a 5-2, is so practical, you get to use it over in life. So that's why I always kind of intermingle the conversation there. But I think it's so important to understand that this is not a dress rehearsal. Put on your CEO outfit, whatever that is for you. Maybe it's literally a name badge, doesn't matter. Put on that identity and step into it and be intentional. You get to be intentional of everything you're creating, whether it's a beautiful dinner for the people you love or the business that's out to create massive impact. Own the identity of CEO because it is your life. What's, what's your story, Shitali? Why are you so passionate about what you do? Oh, well, <laughs> that's an unexpected question. Okay. so. I'm a first-generation Indian-American, first-born female. At a time where to have my parents be relatively young at the time that we came to the States, there wasn't that, you're more in a survival standpoint, right? Because even if you have family, you still have to learn to navigate. You get to learn American English, which is different than the English they had because theirs is British-based. You're driving on the other side of the road, like all these small things that add up and you don't always have the opportunity to heal, to grow, to explore because you're wanting to make it through the day, to get to the next day, to get to that quote unquote American dream. And in all of that, you don't really have time to say, oh, well, I'm curious about this. Let me go and figure, let me go explore right? Even something as simple as painting, that's not necessarily there from a finance standpoint or actual time to say, oh yes, I'm going to go and learn to paint for fun. That conversation is not on the table. But as you get older, you start to see like, oh wait, I could have figured it out. And now I get to figure those things out. But I don't think we need to wait this long to step into that. And especially for women, women of color, there's a lot of conditioning that comes with it, a lot of projections that come with it, and you think it's you. 
So you internalize it. Again, going back to the concept of there must be something wrong with me. And that's not the freaking case. And I've, that is such an important part of my mission, long-term or even short-term is to have more women understand that it's safe to stand in your power, to voice your opinion, to be multi-passionate, to be able to hold it all and to understand that power is not manipulative. Power is not bad. Power is not scary. We all have the choice. What we do with that choice, how we come to that choice in integrity, ideally, dictates the next step, right? And so I think that's a lot of why I am the way I am and why the message is always in some way, shape, or form. It takes the help of your life. You really are in control. You don't have to be in that victim mentality. You get to be a victor at all times, but it's a choice that only you can make. I love your mission. That's the <laughs> story. I talk a lot about flexibility and the things that stop us, hold us back, the fears that can very often hold us back, especially as women. Of being highly visible, and um, but I am under no, I I am very very conscious of the fact that I am speaking from a position of someone who has got white privilege, and I'm very very aware of that. So for me to then be able to hear your story when you're talking about women of color, and all the nuances that come from that, and the the potential like generational trauma and when you come to a new country, I'm, my partner's actually a first generation born Indian into an Indian family in the UK. Oh, wow. So an experience, but moving to the UK, not to the States. And they very nearly moved to the States actually, which is really interesting. I would love to know from tied into your personal story, how is your craft, human design, the energy, energy alignment, how has that helped to in your healing, what transformation have you seen in your life with that? I was on a podcast interview relatively recently and the host was like, so you're a really confident person. We actually met yesterday and in person, it was right here somewhere local. And I would never have guessed that you, you had doubts. I was like, that's really interesting because the way I see myself, I had to build this version of myself. I was a wallflower. I kind of could just like blend into anything because I didn't want to stand out. But then I have this personality that has really strong opinions. So it was like, man, how can both work, right? If you ever look at my chart, I, I am like a walking manifestation of duality in all aspects of my chart. And I was like, geez, this is crazy, but it made sense now. And to be able to step into that power took a lot of deconditioning that I was unconsciously doing because I wasn't aware of human design at first, but I could see that like, this doesn't make sense. 
And so these questions kept coming up between how I felt internally and what was happening externally. And like, this is nonsense. I'm not going to continue to be at cause. So somewhere along the line, I had made the decision that I'm going to be at effect. And from that decision, all of these different opportunities presented themselves from work. Human design randomly came out of nowhere on my on my laptop while I was scrolling Facebook one day. Hypnosis came out of nowhere. All of a sudden, I made that decision that I will be at effect. I will be of impact. <laughs> and the world opened up for me. And that's, I think, part of why I always talk about make the decision. Decide that this is for me. And then move. Then you got to let that go. And I think that's also one of the things like surrendering into it all. But that's kind of how I ended up in this version of myself from that decision and doing the work, right? We all want to be overnight millionaires, but you got to do the work in between. So it was just being really honest with myself, like that radical self-honesty. Yeah, it can be so confronting, can't it? To really yeah. see yourself in that way. And but you know, the light needs to be shine, shone right on the on the shadow. Mm. To be able to bring that, the sh- bring the whatever's in the shadow into the light. Yeah. I I mean, I'm sure I'm gonna continue to evolve. That's the goal. I don't think we're ever done with that that aspect of it, but every day gets to be better. Again from a decision and if you had told that version of me back in the day like oh yeah you're going to be doing all this you're going to be talking on you're going to have a podcast you're going to be on podcast I would have thought you were crazy (laughs) oh my goodness like night and day different I had it in me I didn't know how to bring it out and I think that's part of also why I do what I do now to help others and what's in the future for you? Like, what's the big vision, the next version? That's an excellent question. It is still unfolding, but I think part of it has to really do with ownership of my power. Not ownership, acceptance. Yeah, it's still, I mean, I'm human. And so it can be nerve-wracking to have that kind of power coursing within and then power coursing without, right? So stepping into that and not just being ready, but embracing it wholeheartedly. So long story short, it's it's still in the works. I am not sure yet. Well, and the journey though, right? I always say that the best is constantly expanding and so are we. So, and that's what I love about human design as well, because it's just not just, it is one big, exciting and fun and inspirationally evolving experiment yeah gosh sure every day a hundred percent abigail i'm telling you it is one of the wildest like i would never have even imagined that i was like yes you get to be the ceo of your life like who was i to say that to somebody right and so it's so much of it's so much of my And I don't want to say mentorship, but like that aspect of life is based on so many, I feel like I should be at least 3,000 years old on some, based on the experiences that I've had 
And so I, it's just interesting to be able to use that perspective moving forward. Well, Shitali, we are very, very excited to have you on our summit. Yes, God, what, I can't wait. Yeah, what are you most looking forward to with that? Hearing all of the talk, there are so many powerhouse women on this summit. Yeah, it's just really hearing everyone's story and hearing what they're doing, how they're supporting. It, just all of it. I, it's coming faster than I'm expecting, but I feel like I'm ready for it tomorrow. It's this, again, it's this duality of it, but I cannot wait just to hear everyone's message and then just to hear the, see the reverberation and how the impacts are created from that. Beautiful. Well, we can't wait to hear and see your talk. I'm very excited about it. Thank you so much for bringing your beautiful manifesting generator 5-2 energy onto our podcast today. And well, sharing thank you. Them. And can mm-hmm. I just say, I love your sparkles. <laughs> I want you to feel festive. <laughs> you look great. You are there. Stanley. On the inside and the outside. Thank you so much, Shatali. Thank you so much, Abakila. I appreciate the time. Thank you. And thank you so much for watching, for listening. We'd love to know uh, your thoughts. As always, what are your key takeaways and learns from our podcast today? What's your human design? Reach out and let us know uh, what resonated with you. We'd love to know, right? Yeah. Please make sure that you reach out to us here as Women Thrive and also to Shitali. Shitali, where can people find you? Can you give us a little bit more information about how people can join your community, where they can find you on social media, your website, etc.? Yeah, so you can find me all across social at Shaitali B. Desai. My website is also shaitalibdesai.com. And my community is called the Soul Confidential Lounge, where I really... I want you to be able to embrace all of who you are. Additionally, I have the Soul Mastery podcast, where it's business in bite-sized pieces. I've had so many of our summit speakers on and Ramonda on, and I think it's just, there's so many different avenues that you can take to step into my world. And I'm not sure, but you could also download the CEO Business and Lifestyle Planner on that. You'll have access to all of my um, different socials and my community in there. Fantastic. We're going to put all the links down at the bottom in the show notes. So please make sure that you follow Shitali, enter into her world. It's a magical world of hypnosis and energy alignment and human design and fast in her manifesting generator energy because manifest generators, they get things going. Like they are like their leadership and your leadership. I just honor it. Thank you so much, Shitali, for uh, joining us today. Thank you again. And we will see you on the next episode. Have an amazing day, everyone. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.